Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kinds of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. The Ranger Report, yeah, the Ranger Report, if you want the inside scoop, listen to the Ranger Report, oh, here we go! This is the Ranger Report Podcast, news, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman.
Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Ranger Report podcast. We are glad to have you joining us on the Fans First Sports Network Ranger Report podcast on the Preferred Health Solutions uh, online studio. Brought to you, of course, always by Waltons and presented by Dallas Sports Nation. I am Ben Dieter. He is Kane McCutcheon again. Joining well, me for, y'all are back. The people listening probably, oh, this guy again, gosh. Yeah, so they're like, oh, no, not Kane again. But, hey, here he is. No, it's all good, man. CJ was supposed to join us. Uh, he got occupied doing other things, so he is not with us tonight. So we will do uh, just me and Kane once again. And not like there's any news to talk about, right, Kane? No. no I mean, I'm moving to college soon, so we can talk about that. Yeah, that's big news. That's big news. But, okay. So... How big of a deal? I know they're saying it's not, but he's going to get reevaluated by Keith Meister. How big of a deal do you think the Nathan Ivaldi injury is? I mean, I think it's pretty significant just because of the fact that you're looking at a guy who's never thrown, is on pace to throw more innings than he's ever thrown. Not yeah. to mention this isn't a young kid. This has been there and done that for a while. And I mean, yeah. I think it is a big deal because – not only that, but the timing of it, right? We yep. just had earlier Jacob deGrom earlier in the season. Oh, it's not a big deal. And then all of a sudden it is a big deal. So it's like uh, you can you can kind of see like those triggers for Ranger fans like, oh, shoot, like this is happening again. But the, the MRI did come back clean at the first initial MRI. So that's yeah. good. Um, no one has seemed that concerned about it. Um, that I've seen or talked to, no one really seems that concerned about it. So I, as far as, as of right now, it's that he's going to go on the 15 day IL and pretty much just be right around the 15 days and then come back. So we'll see what happens. Um, good to be precautionary, especially with a playoff push coming up. Yep. I agree. So we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. It's, it's again, like early stages where we just don't know. And I said that last night on Spaces with a lot. I know a lot of people that are listening to this were probably on that. But yep. it's just like the early stages of these injuries, you just don't know. And so yeah. right now, we're going to have to wait and see once he gets reevaluated here. But so far, looks good. But we'll see. Yeah, I worry just because they also said that the ground one was no big deal and then he wound up needing Tommy John surgery. But it right. does not sound like that's what's going to happen here. I'm just I'm just wondering if he's going to take a little longer to stretch back out and get ready to pitch. And maybe they'll but now that they've picked, we'll, we'll talk about that next. But, yeah, you know, now that we have Max Scherzer on the team, maybe they can right. give him an, an extra couple of days. Well, as far as the DeGrom versus the Evaldi situation, and I was talking to John about this last night, and, you know, we were just talking. It, it's a little bit different because the thing with DeGrom was, like, instantly, like, forearm UCL, like, right there. Yeah. The thing yeah. with Evaldi is a little bit behind his UCL. Yeah. And so it's not, it's not like, directly that. So, um I don't know. It could be a little bit different, so we'll see. But yeah, it's it's definitely not good. Um, no. But you know, you take the time that you need to to you know kind of ramp him back up, heading down the stretch. Which which like obviously you want him ready for the playoffs, but like you kind of also need him in this division race that's going to come down to the maybe last week. Yeah, we're we're one game ahead still, thanks to. Uh... A, a, a be, being swept by the San Diego Padres. Yeah, that uh, was not a great series of baseball. That offense just looked just flat as anything. Yeah. Terrible. I mean, they, you got to think too, like coming out of the all-star break, you played Cleveland, who was tied for first. You played Tampa, who was first, been first all year. Then you played the Dodgers. Then you went to Houston. Then you went to San Diego. That's a tough stretch, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, you know, for finished sure. what nine and seven on that stretch, I think it was. So you'll take that. I mean, obviously, could have been different had yeah. you had Jonah Heim, Corey Seager, Nathan Avaldi, but 
you'll take it and you know move on from it. a little bit lighter stretch of the schedule coming up. So see if you can take advantage of this homestand and then going out to Oakland. Yeah, and it's just not taking advantage of the Astros losing is what I didn't like. Right, so. and that's been like kind of the theme the entire year because like when the Rangers seem to lose, it's that the Astros can't take advantage of it, and then when the Astros seem to lose, it's the Rangers. So it's like it's going both ways, honestly. Yeah. Um, yep. And so look, it's it's close. Like it's the closest it's been in a while. But yep. you know, you had to think this was going to happen. The Astros are not just going to go away. No. Um, you know, their team is still relatively new, I would say. Like, they have a lot of fresh faces in there, um, yep. but but they're never going to go away. And so it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, but you'd rather be here unexpectedly coming into the season. No one thought you would be here, and you are. Yeah, so you'll take yeah it. exactly. I mean, we're still in first place, even if we lose it or become tied with them. You know, that's been two-thirds of the season that we've held first place. And yeah, they've held first place since, I think, April 27th, I believe yeah. it was, 28th. Yeah, and I would be uh, I would, I would, would be shocked if they weren't still there at the end of the season, even if they're not in first place, still fighting for it. Oh, so, yeah. No, I think so, too. But, but like you said, I agree. You know, a lot of people hate the Astros. I'm not a giant Astros fan, but I still think they're the team to beat, you know, in the American League West. Until the Rangers win the division, they're the team to beat. I mean, yeah, uh, obviously, 100% of the team, they're – they're the team you're coming after. I mean, they've yeah. done it for how many years now? And so it's like, they're definitely, I, I still think, I don't know, like I, the division is between the Astros and the Rangers. You could, yeah, yeah. I oh, wouldn't yeah. say like, oh, they're the team to beat, like, but for the Rangers, yeah, they're the team. Yeah. To beat 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That they're, they're, they're going to, that they're going to finish one, two, depending on which oh, one yeah. finishes uh, one. Nobody which one worries about the Angels right now or the Mariners. It's, it's no. Rangers, Astros. Yeah. The, the Shohei Otanis, you mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, apparently they think they're still going to win, but. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, it never hurts to, you know, go out there and try, but. Yeah. But no, I, I, res- I respect it. I just. <laughs> I do too. It's just, that's, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. No. All right. So let's talk about a big trade that went down yesterday. And then another one that went down today. We're recording this on Sunday, July 30th. Uh, the t- Rangers received Max Scherzer for Luis and Helicuna. And the Mets are covering all but $22.5 million of his remaining contract. That includes next year. So when I first saw this trade being talked about, I thought Thomas Sejaci. I thought Louis Helicuna. I thought maybe Ezekiel Duran. I thought we were going to give up way too many prospects for Max Scherzer. But when I saw it was just Acuna, which, by the way, just Acuna. He's a fantastic prospect. Right. It was Acuna, and it was the money. And I was super impressed with the way that that CY worked this trade out. Yeah, another great job by Chris Young. I mean, it's obviously not just Acuna. Like, he was the number three prospect in a loaded system. And he's going to go into the Mets system and be the number one prospect. And he's probably going to be their second baseman next year. Um, So he's a good player. And and there's no doubt that he could turn into a good player. But with that being said, you have holes in the team and you go out and you win this year. You try to win this year. If you have a chance, we saw it with the Braves in 2021, right? And they were in a well worse position than the Rangers are in yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, now. So if you, if you have a chance to win, you go for it. That's what Chris Young is doing. The fact that this was a one for one and the fact that he opted into next year is what pushes it over the top for me. I think the Rangers for now, until we see what Acuna is, for now won this trade just based off of that. But I was also bringing up this point last night on space is that sometimes if you were to look at like a prospect trade and be like, Oh, those prospects might not pan out. That might be seen as like a casual take, but when it's just one prospect, the chances that he doesn't pan out, you know, they're still, they're real. And if he doesn't pan out, he doesn't pan out and the Mets got nothing out of it. And so it's like, 
I bring that point up to suggest we're talking about a 20 year, 21 year old kid who hasn't had that bat above double A in his life. Yep. Yep. So there's still a chance that he doesn't work out. There's a chance that he does. But for now, I think it's a great trade. You addressed your need. And Max Scherzer's Max Scherzer. Like he hasn't had a great year, but once he gets to the postseason, like the dude's a competitor. Yeah, he's here for the postseason. He's not, I mean, he's here for the run too, but he's mostly yeah. here for postseason experience and for the way he's pitched in the postseason in his career. Right. And I, I honestly wouldn't be shocked if like, I'm going to throw this term out there because I know a lot of people my age say if he was like, quote unquote, mid. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, he, he's, he's just okay during the regular season, but then he turns it on in the playoffs. I mean, uh, Cliff Lee wasn't that great in the regular season when they traded nope. for him either. So it's like, uh, I, I like this trade. Um, you know, you get him back with Mike Maddox, who was his pitching coach in two of the best years of his career. Yep. Um, and so I, I really like it. I mean, obviously he's up there, but he knows he knows what he's doing. He knows how to win, and he's going to bring it in the playoffs. So I'm excited. World Series champion, three-time Cy Young winner. Yeah, I think it's a great thing. And like I said before, you know, I wasn't – when it first started being talked about, I wasn't really excited about it. I even said on Twitter that, you know, am I the only one that's not real excited about the Scherzer yeah. trade? But once the terms came down, I was like, all right, see why I did it again, man. This was this yeah. worked out. And like you said, Acuna – and even if he works out, we've got Corey Seager for the next eight years. You know, right? Yeah, we've got Marcus the, Simeon for the next six years. So if right. it really works out, good for the Mets. You know, I hope he does. Obviously, but you know, he he was blocked here. He wasn't yeah. going to take. He wasn't going to take Simeon's place. He wasn't going to take Seager's place. He no. wasn't going to move to the outfield because we have too many. We have Evan Carter. You know, we have Elier Hernandez. We have uh, JP Martinez. You know, he wasn't going to. So there was just nowhere for him to go in this system. Yeah, I mean, to trade someone that's essentially blocked. Especially like, like by the time that Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon are gone, like the Rangers' title window may not even be open anymore. Yeah. yeah. So it's like trading a guy that's blocked for maybe your entire championship window for someone that's going to be able to help you out is, uh, it's definitely, definitely a good trade. And if you get a World Series out of it, then it's worth it. Yep. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Now, would you call this year a success? Say if they lost in the ALCS or lost in the World Series? Uh, I think I would. I would, yeah. Uh, definitely. I mean, you're talking about a team that w- wasn't even s- supposed to make the playoffs. Like, yeah. I would definitely call it a success. I mean, um, the t- I-, I am of the impression that the title window is not huge. But with that being said, like, this isn't your only year. No. Like, you're going for it this year, but you also have next year. Yeah, when, we, when, we, when ZJ and I talked about this in 21, 24 and 25 were the two years I had picked is when they would be World Series contenders. And so right. they're, a, they're a year early. In in the the scenario that you brought up where they do make it to the World Series, guys like Josh Young, Jonah Heim, Nathaniel Lowe are going to get World Series experience. Even Marcus Simeon's never played in the World Series, so it's yep. like you know those guys are going to get you know you're going to bring back a team with World Series experience. And it's baseball, like you know the playoffs are crazy, but that's why it's the best playoffs in all sports. But like it, it is. I mean, who knows what happens when you get there? But is it if they lose? Definitely not. I mean, I think. I think just making it to ALCS alone is a success. I would agree. That's what I would agree. And I I think, you know, if they make it to the World Series and lose, like I said, I wouldn't be disappointed because I did not see them going there this year at all. All right. Get it twisted. I would definitely shed a couple tears and be really. Well, sad. I'd be I'd but, be disappointed. I'd be disappointed. But but it's a, it would still be a success for sure. It'd still be a satisfying season once I sat down and wrote about it and thought about it. And, you know, once we talk about it on here, I would still say it's a successful season. I mean. Even at this point, you know, if they just make the playoffs and get knocked out, it's not what we wanted, but I'd still say they were successful this season. No, 100%. I mean, if you, you're looking at a team that they should make the playoffs. I mean, they're, I was looking today and like, obviously they're not far from, you know, 
the Astros aren't far from catching him, but the Rangers aren't far from having the best record in the American. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Well, here's the deal with me. Like in 2010, when we beat the Yankees, if the Rangers knock the Astros out of the playoffs, then that's my World Series. I think y'all should be satisfied with that. I think people will be satisfied. (laughs) If the Rangers knock the Astros out, then I'm like, all right, that's it. We won the World Series. Yeah. (laughs) Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> All right. And then today, uh, Jeff Passan reported that the Rangers traded with the St. Louis Cardinals for uh, left-handed pitcher Jordan Montgomery and right-handed reliever Chris Stratton. Uh, now, this one, we gave up a few people. Thomas Sejaci, we gave up to Koa Roby, TK Roby, as he's known as, and left-handed pitcher John King, which I don't think a lot of people are sad to see John King go. Except for um, me. I'm like the only one because yeah. so many people that don't know John King. Oh, oh he's a fantastic hey, guy. I know John King. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, baseball. Why do you keep taking my friends away? Yeah. Yeah. I talked about you. All, you know, we were texting earlier today that, you know, on this show, we have had Cole Reagans. We've had Taylor Hearn. We've had Mason Englert, all people that have moved on. Of course, I interviewed Englert earlier this year from the ballpark. So right with with Detroit. But anyway. This trade, I don't know. I don't know a lot, but I was looking at their numbers. Montgomery looks pretty good. Stratton looks pretty good. And both of them have pitched for Mike Maddox. So, again, again, another big deal. And Bruce Bochy is really good at using uh, his guys and knowing what he's doing. So, I think, again, this is a really good trade. So, JC and Roby were good prospects. But, like you said, if you win the World Series, man, it's all worth it. Right. I mean, gone are the days where a GM just trades for someone without the consent of a pitching coach or a GM or a yeah. manager. Sorry. But, but like Mike Maddox and Bruce Bochy are in on these deals. I just, I said that last night. I want to say that here too. Like they're in on this. They were in on this deal. Um, Montgomery is not someone that's going to like fly off the page at you. Like you're going to no. look at his baseball savant page and or like his baseball reference page. You're going to be like, Oh, he's okay. But like, he just gets guys out and the analytics don't explain it. Like he just completely like just gets people out. And like, you know, the, just like the Mets, like the Cardinals haven't been great this year. So like, you know, uh, Montgomery's had a little bit of a, a bad luck, just like Scherzer has. But what this trade to me says is like, we're going for it this year because like yeah. you didn't need, you didn't necessarily need two starters. One would have lengthened the rotation out and, you know, um, got you through this year and probably could have made you a playoff run. But getting Montgomery to me shows like, hey, like we're going for this this year. Like, let's do it. Like I would you would much rather. And I thought I mean, last time I was on the show, like if you're in a playoff series, like you don't want to throw 
Andrew Heaney or Martin Perez in a winner-take-all game. Yeah. Now you're looking yeah. at throwing – think about it in a three-game playoff series. You've got Evaldi going for you. You've got Scherzer going for you. You've got John Gray going for you. You've got now Jordan Montgomery going for you. And so it's like, you know, you're beginning to look at the pitching staff and be like, okay, if we can make it there, like this isn't half bad. Yeah, whoever finishes strong, those top three are going to be the three that you're going to see the most in the playoffs. Right. We know it's going to be Scherzer. We know it's going to be Scherzer, and we know that yeah. it's going to be Navaldi. Um, uh, right. Just who that? Who's that third one going to be? Yeah. Well, another thing too is that like when your starting rotation gets better, it in turn makes your bullpen better because they're pitching less innings. Yep, and that so is correct. Like, what people, what I feel like no one has talked about is that, yes, the Rangers are still going to go get bullpen pieces at the deadline. I don't think they're done by any means. I think they're yeah. still going to pull off one to two more trades for relievers. But like trading for Max Serger and trading for Jordan Montgomery, your bullpen just got better in turn. And yeah. so it's yeah. like, I like that move on both aspects of it. Your rotation got better, your bullpen got better. And so it's like, honestly, like, I mean, TK Roby is having a great season. He could end mm-hmm. up great player um and obviously you know the other john king is a great dude i mean i think it's something to bring there and so it's like you know it's again with these trades like they could turn out into being great players but we're trying to win right now and we're going for and chris young is going for it and it's nice to like see like we're not sitting back at the trade deadlining deadline watching the red Sox or the yankees or the dodgers yeah we're so used to winning going for it. We are going for it now. And yeah. it's like, you know, like I've been a Ranger fan my whole life. I just started covering the team last year, but like yeah. I've been a Ranger fan my whole life. And I'm like, dang, like this is completely different. Like I was never a kid that woke up and got excited for the trade deadline. Cause we were no. somebody like we just didn't. Yeah. The trade deadline for us was always who are we going to get rid of? Not, yeah. not I mean, who are we going to pick up? Yeah, even covering it last year, like last year, I'm covering my first trade deadline, and I'm trying to see if Martin Perez and uh, who was the other guy? There's somebody, Matt Moore. Yeah, Matt Moore. We, yeah. we were going to trade them, and 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 it wound up being Matt Bush. Yeah, yeah, that that hurt. That was my yeah. first like yeah. baseball takes away my friends' experience. Yeah. That hurt. Yeah, but yeah, I've been through a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, but no, but um, yeah, it's nice to see them adding for sure. It is. And I think, I think this does build them. This does make them a better team. I agree with you. I don't think they're done. So, um, in, okay. So who go, who, who leaves the rotation? Obviously the, the Dane Dunning, Martin Perez and Andrew Heaney are the three that two of those, I think move out. I think Dunning is a clear, easy one, even though he's pitching so well, because, um, because he started in the bullpen and he was so good at the beginning of the year. Perez has pitched out of the bullpen before. I don't know what you're going to get from Heaney if you move him to the bullpen, to be honest. That, it's tough. I mean, luckily you have the, you know, you have the rest of the season to kind of figure that out, but it's like, what does this move do for someone like Perez? He, and not to mention, what does this move do for someone like Cody Bradford? Who's been really, really good. Yep. yep. Um, and so it's, yeah, I, I would put Dunning there just because he did it in the beginning of the year. Yep. And then honestly, maybe Perez because he's done it before yeah um, and like with Perez I don't know Perez is weird like Perez and Heaney are weird like they will one inning they're terrible and they just lock in like I was working that that uh day against the Dodgers when Perez Sunday when Perez was terrible in the first inning gave up the grand slam to Muncie and then he just locked in the yeah innings. yeah and he pitched five straight scoreless innings to give him six innings and a win so it's like yeah, it's it's a weird case with those two. And so you've got to kind of see what you got. 
Um, luckily with Dunning, you kind of know what you got because he's done it before. And we've seen how Cody Bradford has worked out of the bullpen. Yeah. So I would think that it's, that it's going to be Dunning and Heaney, but I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're going to go to a six man, but if I was Bruce Bochy, yeah. I would go to a six man. Um, I might to give those guys rest. I mean, yeah. give them extra days of rest. I don't think they will though. No, uh, I don't. Every, I, I think Bochy's too traditional. I don't think he'll do yeah, that. Everyone I've talked to is no, even though I keep bringing, I like, I've brought that idea of the whole season. <laughs> I just want someone to buy into it. Like it's my idea. And all. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're just like, nope, nope. I'm like, dang. Yeah. I think, I think, but I think I agree with you. And I think that he, I mean, I was there for his very first start as a Ranger when he gave up seven runs in an inning oh, and a third. Yeah. And then the next one, he broke Nolan Ryan's consecutive strikeout record. So you're like, you know, which Andrew Heaney are you going to get? And he's had great games and he's had bad games. It's it's like uh, like when he has bad games, he reminds me of Mike Fultonevich, you know, just like oh. no control, no idea what he's doing out there. Like he never pitched before. You know, when he has good games, you're like, man, who is this guy? Where did he come from? Well, he, I mean, he's had uh, experience pitching down the stretch, like in postseason runs. He pitched for the Dodgers, pitched for the Yankees. So, like, he's had that experience recently. But, like, I don't know. It's tough with him. Yep. It is really tough with him. So, okay. Um, so that's, we talked about the trades, which is good. So, the trades, I think the rest of the MLB and media is taking note now. If you've been listening the last few days, which I know you have, that the Rangers are legit contenders now because, and this is also, I think, going to cause the Astros to try to do something. And I hope that they reach and do something that's not good for their team. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the interesting part is I feel like no, I feel like no one's really talking about that because we know the Rangers and the Astros are like gutting it out. But I have a really good friend that's an Astros fan. So I talked to her a lot and she's like, yeah, we need we need a uh, starting pitching and yeah. relievers. And I'm like, dang, like we're competing at the trade deadline, too. Like, yeah, yeah. We need the same thing. So it's like, but. The Rangers are winning that right now. By yeah, oh, big time, yeah. And people, you know, I've seen a lot. Marcus Stroman and Cody Bellinger linked to the Astros, and those two aren't even going to get traded. So it's no, like no. the Cubs are buying. And so it's like, there goes them. And so, you yep. know, Justin, they're competing with the Dodgers for if he's going to go. And so it's like the yep. starting pitching market is already thin. Before yep. the Max Scherzer trade, it was thin. And so the Rangers yep. are like looked at that and went for it. I mean, you got to give credit to CY with what he's doing right now. I mean, I know we yep. keep doing it. And He's being aggressive, you know, like it could, it could totally backfire on the Rangers may not win a world series. And then yeah. we're like, dang, like, but he's aggressive now trying to win. So you got to love it. I mean, and it, people are taking notice of it. Like people are at the ballpark, like yeah. I'm pulling up to work and there's people outside waiting to get in before I even get there. I'm like, yeah. And Cause people care. Like there's people outside Texas live is packed after every game. Like yep, people care. People are taking note of it. And you know, as you should be though, like, yeah, yeah. you know, you should be into it. People are coming. And so you got to give the front office credit for the complete switch that we've seen. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I think, I mean, I didn't call what John Daniels did back in 2007, eight, nine, a failure because it's got the Rangers to two world series. They didn't win, but I still didn't call it a failure. If we, if we have a window of three to five years where we compete, we'll go deep in the playoffs, win the division, you know, I'll, I'll call this a success, but another, I mean, I guess I called that one a, a successful disappointment because it was, I mean, they were great. It was the best, it was be, the best Rangers baseball I'd ever watched. I think this team might be better than that team, which is why I think this team might win a world series. Yeah. I mean, I think they definitely have the potential to, um, I mean, you've got the pieces, like even in the bullpen, like yeah. you've got your eighth and ninth locked down. You, if you can get somebody for your seventh, like at the deadline, I mean, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. You're 
it got some pieces and you still got your farm system pretty much intact. Yep. Like, I mean, so far, so far you haven't given that much away. So far, you get I a mean, lot of help this year. Right. I mean, Evan Carter's still here. Uh, Sebastian Walcott is still here. Your pitching prospects that may or may not pan out, but they're all still here. And yeah. so it's like, I mean, sure, the Rangers title window may not be huge, but like they've still got some exciting young players coming. I and think Walcott is going to be the shortstop after Corey Seager. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and Evan for all Carter. we know, for all we know, they could extend it if these if, you know, enough of these young guys work out. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, your team's not super young. Like Garcia is obviously not young and Jonah Heim is not young, but like, I mean, if Chris young, like who knows? Cause this is Chris Young's second year as GM. So yep. who knows what kind of like, is he, he's going to stay as this aggressive GM or no, this is his second year. When did he take over 21? Right. Yeah. So took, okay. no, 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 he took over last year. Oh, he did too. Okay. Yeah. Daniel like, fired last year. Point, oh yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But he was in the organization yeah. for twenty one. Okay, yes, he was. But yeah. Point being is that like he may not be, he may be one of those guys that just doesn't like rebuilding because there's owners and GMs out there that just don't like rebuilds and they're just yeah. constantly yeah. aggressive. So we'll see if he's one of those guys. But it's like, you know, the, where this team's at, they're playing competitive baseball. Like you gotta love it as a Ranger fan. Yeah, I agree. Competitive baseball. I mean, like you said, after what we put up with for the last six years, it's fun to watch yeah. competitive baseball. I mean, it's fun to go into work every day. Whereas like last year, you know, at the end of the season, yeah, it was not fun. <laughs> the baseball being played here is not great. I mean, yeah, like if, you, if y'all have seen like the thing where it's like the Rangers rotation three years ago and it's like freaking Dane Dunning, like Jordan Lyles, Mike Fultonevich, and it's like the Rangers yeah. now, like that just like shows like how improved they are. Yes, I agree with you 100%. I mean, it's crazy. Also, another thing we haven't mentioned, we haven't mentioned that Joe Barlow got... No, we haven't got back. That's really disappointing for me. Again, y'all aren't going to care, but for me, that's yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. disappointing. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, Josh Fors is back, and he looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really think there's still something there with the bullpen. I mean, yeah, you know, it's like, like I said, like last time, like guys get hot in the bullpen, just like they do with the plate. I, I think there's still something there. I mean, you're adding to it constantly. Um, I don't know. I, I, the, I know a lot of fans like get upset at like the way the bullpen is managed. Yeah. Managed. Sometimes it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I question it, but then I'm like, I don't have three world series rings. So like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. If bullpen wasn't used right. What did you hear? Did you hear the winner of what to tweet last last week? I did not. Yeah, they they said that uh, they said that the tweet basically said it's time to start questioning everything that Bochi does. Oh, I saw yeah. that tweet yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's yeah. funny. That was the winner last time. Yeah, let's start questioning. Um, yeah, everything. I mean, I understand. I mean, it's okay to question some stuff that he does. I mean, you know, I remember in the uh, 2011 World Series that. Um, uh, what was uh, Larusa made some suspect bullpen calls during the World Series that caused the Rangers to win one of those games. So, you know, yeah. it happens. Even some of the best managers, it happens to them. The only the reason I hate like <clears throat> say like questioning the way things are managed is because like if it works out, he's a genius. But if it doesn't, then it's a terrible. And it's like, I mean, you're you were just gonna call him a genius for that same decision if it had worked out. So like, why are we? You know. It's like, yeah, exactly. Wins. It's like predicting wins in baseball. It's like, it's yeah, I awesome. I never do that when I do my beginning of the year stuff. I don't try. I've tried like to do that before, 
like look and see, all right, how many wins, how many, and it's just impossible. I, I hate doing like a total, but like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'll have some friends text me. I guess they do like the betting or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bro, you think they're going to win today? I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's impossible. It's impossible to predict if a team is going to win a certain game or, yeah. or yeah, it's, uh, I hate it. I mean, like, you know, when people try to predict their careers, like how many championships is X going to win in their career? Like yeah. bro, what injuries can happen? Like, who yeah. knows? It's like when LeBron James guaranteed seven world championships when he went to Miami. Yeah, it's yeah. Or like yeah. y'all know basketball, y'all know like Jalen Brown, Celtics star, said he's gonna win like yeah. seven rings by age twenty five. Like, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. That's always good stuff. Yeah, I mean it's good to have confidence, but maybe tone it back a little. Right, bit. and I mean, I mean the <laughs> Rangers can have some confidence right now. With the oh, for sure. Yeah, how they're gonna, you know, it's it's like I, again, like I just can't reiterate. Like it's fun to go to work and like see yeah. y'all there and like are super loud. It's like. Dang, and like, even even the three games we just watched, other than the first one, they were competitive in the other two. I mean, it, yeah. it's not it's not like they're getting murdered, you know. Every game they're going out there well, and still competing. The Padres are heating up too, though. That's the thing. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I'm like the Padres have been playing well. It's like it's like whatever narrative is like on a team for the majority of the season. That's just like the narrative that people want to keep on in the whole season. Yeah, like the Padres at the beginning, so they suck the whole year. Like yeah. no, like they're playing good baseball right now. They have they have a super team. Like they're just not. They just didn't do it this year, but it's like yeah. they're playing good right now. So, like, how are you going to get mad when the Rangers lose to Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado, yeah, Arvish, and Joe Musgrove, who both started in the series? Like, yeah, I mean, you look at that lineup and you're like, how can they not be the best team in the National exactly. League? Like, a lot of people had them winning the World Series at the beginning of the year. Like, Josh Hader, like, he's pitching today, and I'm like swimming, I'm swimming in my pool and watching the game, and then like, like, look at the screen. It's like ERA 0. 0.49. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah, like, yeah dude. Love. Yeah, that I mean, is good. But dang, like, so they're still, you know, like, and to be fair, the Rangers put together a good rally off of him. But yeah, um, no, I mean, they're still a good team. So I look, I don't I know everyone's talking about like, if you think of think of the Rangers differently, like I really don't think of the Rangers any differently now than I did when they were winning against Cleveland and no. Tampa. Like it's. I don't really think any differently of them. They kind of are what they are. And like, I still think they're legit. Yeah. I mean, up and up and downs happen during a season. That's the thing that football fans who watch baseball don't get is you're going to go through a six game losing streak. It happens yeah. in baseball. And then you when know? you lose one game, they're like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, like now, nah, like this isn't college football where LSU loses yeah. six games and we, we can't make the playoff. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. It's not like that at all. You're going to go through stretches. Like there's 162 yeah. games. Like, all right, so the Rangers have the White Sox and the Marlins coming up. Two chances to win series, maybe sweep, but uh, it depends on how our pitching goes. Scherzer will debut sometime this week, I'm assuming, for the Rangers. Yeah. Um, I will just say I am going on vacation, so y'all have fun with that. I will not be there. <laughs> I'll be there Saturday. Ben will be out there. I'm actually going to the game on Tuesday as a fan, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going Saturday. I'm, I'm covering Saturday. As far as I know, I haven't heard back yet, but as far as I know, I'm going on Saturday as, as a you know, uh, uh, covering the game. So that'll be a Brisky lot of fun. Mac? Is that a, are we, are we, are we di- digging in some brisket Max? <laughs> oh, heck yeah, man. Hey, you know, I am. I'll send, a, you a, I'll send you a picture. I don't know. If, I don't know if any, I don't know if fans are allowed out there, but I always go out there. There's like a spot, like kind of in left field. There's like this patio, a globe life field. And I always like, I get cold really easily. So I always take my lunch or dinner out there and I sit on this outdoor, they have really nice outdoor furniture and I just sit there and I just go crazy. So like, <laughs> fans are allowed out there. I don't know. I don't ever see anyone out there. So I don't think y'all are, but Ben, if, you're, if you feel like walking away, it's that outdoor yeah. patio, left field is nice. 
I like to get out and walk during the middle innings at some point and just kind of oh, really? walk around the ballpark. Yeah, I, I do. Once I'm we'll up, I'm up. No, I, I get down and walk around. Well, a, cu- a couple of times I've had friends who were at the game. So I went down wow. and hung out with them for a little bit and then went back up. But gotcha. it, de- it depends on my mood, too. Like if it's a close game, I'll stay in the press box. Right. But if they're being blown out or they're blowing someone out, I might go wander around for a little bit. Of course, I get there so early. I guess I could do it before. The- I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie. Ranger fans, I love y'all. But the other day there was a couple people. This is a crazy story. I don't think I've told this yet. But so I'm I, I just finished eating. I don't always like to eat with it's like shout out to the people for feeding us, but sometimes I want some ballpark food. So yeah, go, oh yeah, like brisket mac. You know, so I'll go get yeah. it from the concession stands. But I'm coming back to the elevator, and I don't, I didn't hear, the, I didn't hear because I had my headphones in, so I didn't hear what these people said. But I heard what Fred. If you ride the elevator, you know Fred and Chuck. I know Fred. Yeah, I know Fred and Chuck. So these people tried to like get in the elevator and say that like they were my family. These people who I had never seen before in my life, and so they're like <laughs> in the elevator. And Fred is like, do you know these people? And I was like, no, I've never seen these guys in my life. And so I love y'all Ranger fans, but don't. Yeah, don't do that. It's not going to work. No, I mean, and you're not allowed to take your family up to the press box anyway. Yeah. Well, did I ever tell you about the, I don't know if I told this story, but one time I was working and my grandma and my sister ended up on the field. Like I just turned there on the field. They pulled the, (laughs) we know Kane card. Don't pull that. (laughs) I don't know how it worked that time. I'm going to try that when I go as a fan. <laughs> Good luck. I know Kane. Yeah, I don't know. Good luck. I don't know if it'll work, but yeah. No, <laughs> love y'all, but sometimes y'all look crazy. Now, I think enough people recognize me now that I'm okay. Oh, yeah. yeah I've been there yeah. enough times. And I have Ooh. something that people remember. The beard, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, people remember that thing. So I mean, yeah, it's like you like see the same people and it gets kind of like depressing when you like have a game that lasts super long. And then like the elevator operator is like, see you tomorrow is an afternoon game. And I'm like, gosh, yeah. I wish. Thanks. All right. Well, I did not draw any, what the tweets I forgot to do it this week. So I guess we'll Dang. skip it this week. We don't have any good ones, but I might do, I might do a, a poll on Twitter where we, where we vote on it to when, when I release oh, the episode. That's a good one. Yeah. Maybe I, I'll do that and have people vote on it. I like the tweets where like people blame me for the stuff. Oh like, yeah, those are always good. Yeah. Brad Miller in the line. Boy, I didn't put Brad Miller in the lineup. Yeah. I had a lady one time that was part of my Facebook uh, page for the Ranger Report, and she literally would send me questions. Like I think she literally thought I worked for the Rangers or I was oh. the Rangers. She she would be like, you know, why are y'all wearing these uniforms today? Change them. And I'm like, I I don't I, Ooh, I I'm that's... a I'm a blog. At that point, I didn't even I wasn't even. Uh, didn't have press access like dude i'm a blogger man i can't i can't i got nothing to do with that so many people think like yeah so many people think that we as like media members can like do stuff that is just not even possible yeah oh yeah yeah and i come up there like no no you can't no that that will not happen ever yeah it's listen i just work anytime someone asks me a question i just say i don't know i just work here yeah 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 I, i always say uh i just grunt and walk off yeah, like what time do the gates open? I don't know. <laughs> uh, when they when they unlock them and let people in. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> all right, well, that's all we got for tonight, guys. Thank you for listening. Kane, thanks for joining me again. Yep, thanks for having me again. Last one before I go to college, probably. That's right, man. That's right. Hey, good New luck. location next time if y'all are watching. Enjoy DBU. Go Pats. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to the Ranger Report Podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.